everyone. This is Undesignated Players. I'm Sarah. With me is my wonderful co-host, Brian. Oh, you're buttering, you're buttering me up. What's going on here? I have a funny joke to tell you. Ooh. It's actually not a joke. It's just an insult. What I was going to say uh, is, oh. you know, I hate MLS. Why would you say that on our MLS <laughs> podcast? Because usually during the, the off-season... Only one man disappoints me every week, and that's you. But during the MLS season, what the fuck? I just get let down by multiple men. Anyways, we're back, week one (laughs) in the books. I don't even know what to make of that. Or do you feel insulted? Well, it was a direct insult, so. (laughs) Well, did it did it hit though? I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. Not a bad roast. I've got something saved up in case you say a keyword later, so... Okay, I I really wasn't... When you said you had a, an opening here, I really didn't expect you to just roast me. Yeah, well... And you know what? It's kind of your fault that I get disappointed, too. Because, like, you know, sometimes I listen to your advice and it just doesn't pan out for me. Wow. Well, that makes sense. I, I am not... No, it was my fault. I'll take I'll take the blame for my team's performance this week. Well, I don't know how much blame you want to be taking, because you actually had a decently good week, right? I had a better week than you, but... Yeah, that's true. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Holy smokes. But I wouldn't say... It w- I mean, it was a fine week, I suppose. So, how was your week, Ryan? Yeah, so week one is in the bag. I did not do as well as I wanted to. Some of that was just because of my own dumbassery. Um, I scored 86 points. So the league, so the average score was like 60 something. So this is, I think, as far as week one goes, I thought this was kind of a high scoring week, honestly. And that is in no small part, thanks to some monster performances from a couple of different players. Uh, I'd say the biggest bonehead thing I did was convince myself out of captaining Carlos Vela, which... You should try having a crush on him and then it makes it impossible. To I do. And I band. still took the captain off of him. Clearly you don't. Yeah. Not, not crush You enough. would never. Yeah. Um, but you know, 86 points is fine. It's week one. If you are feeling meh about your score, if you're feeling like you underperformed, feeling a little sad, just remember, it's a very, very, very long season. Uh, and honestly, like 50% of the players will stop playing within the next three weeks. So your scores will definitely look a lot better by comparison. Um, if you stick with it, if you keep listening to this podcast, you can only go up from here. But in a much realer sense... It's a very short season, and I would like to sum up this season by saying I'm better than Ryan. Yeah. I scored more points, and the season's over, and I win. You're on pace to outscore me by hundreds of points. Yeah. By the end of the year. Yeah, so. How did you do? I did fine. I'm fourth in our league. Could you quantify fine in terms of a point total? I can. You know what? And I will. I got 93 points. That's pretty good. Yay! Hold your applause. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It, like, I don't really feel like I did anything special because all I did was Captain Carlos Vela. Like, my mid, like all of my midfield sucked. Well, most of my midfield sucked. I guess my defenders were fine. What was and what was your was... what was your favorite decision you made and your least favorite decision you made? <sighs> my favorite decision I made was Captain Carlos Vela. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, my least favorite. <sighs> 
Well, so the thing, here's what happened, is I was busy on Saturday. So I ended up making sure that I had some players that were going to play on Sunday, like players and games on Sunday, because I didn't think I was going to be able to check all the lineups and keep on top of things. Yeah. Yeah, so, but then all the Sunday games, like, weren't good for people, so... No, I didn't think Sunday was a good slate of, of fantasy games this past week. Yeah. So, oh, also, I don't know, <laughs> I was just like, when I was making my team last week, I was looking through who was owned, and there were like several $4 million worth, you know, whatever, guys who were like really heavily owned, and I was like, oh, maybe they're going to play. I'll just like put them on my bench to like get some points or something, and they didn't play. No, you can't really trust the percent owned in the first week. It's a little wonky. I think on the pod last week, I made a comment like, wow, Marrero was very highly owned. People must really think he's a good pick this week. I also think he's a good pick this week. And then I discovered that if you go to the stat center and it's just like sorted by like highest average, he just had a really high average from last year because he played in like two games and did well. So I, I now realize that that 9% owned or whatever was just mainly people going to the stat center being like, wow, this is the second best player in the game, and, like, putting them on their team. Um, which makes a lot more sense, honestly. Well, you know what? I did put him on my team, and he got nine points. Yeah, well, so... Columbus Columbus put the hurt on Vancouver. Um, let's do a quick... Well, I will say my favorite thing I did on my team this past week... It's not the best move I made, but... Including Paxton Pomacall was a guy I think a lot of players didn't necessarily have. He had a good game. He scored eight points. So I was happy about that. The worst move I made was switching the captain away from Vela. <laughs> but I will give an honorable mention to leaving Sebastian Blanco on my team, who played like five <laughs> minutes, because I was so excited about the Revs that I really forgot to check the lineups before the game. Which also, there was some weird thing going on where the lineups, they didn't release the lineups until kickoff. So I didn't get the notification on my phone that I usually get, but that's just that's just an excuse. If I really wanted to, I could have taken him out of my lineup, and I didn't. So it's okay. It's week one didn't bomb, and so we're we're hanging in there. If you did better than us, maybe you should be in the pod. Yeah. But you can't because you'll never have our our charming personalities. So yeah. Not to mention we get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. I made that. two million dollars this week just from fantasy. I made. million just from fantasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brag about it. But I'm a giving man, so I'm going to funnel all of that back into my fantasy team this week. Oh, that's very nice. Let's let's do a quick recap of what happened in MLS. I'm not going to go through every game, but I will say, if I could sum up this week, I think it was not super surprising. I think the good teams mostly performed. The bad teams, in many cases, very much did not perform. Um... And I think the matchups we maybe weren't sure about ended in draws. So it kind of sounded like exactly what I expected. I'll point out a couple of things here. First off, I think maybe the most surprising scoreline was Nashville beating Seattle on the road. I, If you're worried about Seattle, you probably shouldn't be. There was some heavy rotation in that game. They've just played in CockyCap Champions League on Thursday. So we were expecting there to be a little bit of rotation. And Nashville's good, right? Like, we talked about this, and they've been good basically since they've joined MLS. So it's not really the most shocking thing in the world. Um, The only other one I really want to point out here 
is DC United's win over Charlotte. This is why watching the games can be important, because if you look at that box score, nothing about that's really that surprising to you, right? We expected Charlotte to be bad. We thought DC would be competitive. DC went out and trounced Charlotte. But, like, if you watch that game... DC United looked pretty poopy. I don't know. And I don't even I don't even know why. Because I, Charlotte looked a little better than expected, but I would not say Charlotte looked particularly good. They made some nice attacks. They had some dangerous moments. They had a goal called back for offside, correctly, I might add. Um, but they didn't... I, I, I will say a lot of their dangerous attacks looked more a result of DC United's dysfunction. They had... So, they were leaving so much space behind their wingbacks... It just looked like Charlotte could basically do whatever they wanted up and down the wings. So I don't know if there's some weird formational thing going on there. Kind of strange because they brought most of their roster back. And their goals were a little bit against the run of play as well. So that's just something to keep an eye on there. Any any results that stick out to you? Let me look. Um... Rev's got a nice 2-2 draw on the road. Was that nice? Yeah, it's fine. In my book. I don't know. Okay. Portland's a tough place to play. No. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Well, oh. Is Austin like any good or <laughs> is Cincinnati just like just so bad? I don't know what to make about Austin. I think it's too early to tell. They looked good. Um holy shit, tonight looks really bad. <laughs> I don't know. I mean I don't think it'll be this bad, but this is just I mean we're looking at a potential fourth wooden spoon in a row there. Wasn't there a tweet that you saw like Sometime in the off season, that was just like it was like uh, FC Cincinnati has been eliminated from playoff contention. I did. I wish I knew who tweeted that so I could credit them. <laughs> yeah, but it was basically that. It was like the day after the season ended or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I don't know. I don't know what to do about that roster. I mean, it's not my job, so. <laughs> but it just doesn't seem like. Well, they they don't they haven't done enough. They just like haven't. They haven't hit on their signings, and they built a very bad roster. So, man, if you're a Cincy fan and you're listening, just know I feel for you. And I'm jealous of your stadium. Mm. You feeling a little bitter about Reverett? No, I love Reverett, obviously. Well, it doesn't exist. Are you Are you feeling bitter that it doesn't exist? Uh, I'll be bitter if it ends up not existing. So Reverett, for those listeners who are not <laughs> <laughs> Revs fans, this is not a Revs podcast, but is a... Uh, is is the general term for the stadium rumors that the Crafts have secured a deal to uh, put a soccer-specific stadium in Everett, which is a small city just north of Boston across the Mystic River. Um, it's about 15, 20 minutes from downtown Boston by transit. So, yeah, there are, there's, a, there's a contingency of vocal Revs fans who are upset about it. Primarily because they don't want their commute from Providence and or Southeastern Mass to be longer. But they can shove it. I don't care. (laughs) And this is coming from someone whose commute would be easier for Gillette Stadium. Like, it's not in the interest of my commute to go to Everett. Even when I'm back in in Massachusetts. But it's definitely not in my interest now because we're not in Massachusetts. So, anyways, that's enough. That's not fantasy relevant. It's neither here nor there. But if you want to talk to Everett, hit me up on Twitter. Should we jump in? Week two? Sure. So week two in MLS Fantasy, it's always a little weird because we have a, a an entire, a huge sample size of one week's worth of games. And so 
they're gonna be some crazy high scores, they're gonna be some crazy high averages, right? And it's gonna be hard to to pick out who's real and who's fool's gold. So mm. how do we wanna do this? You wanna just what have you have you made a team? I have made a team. Do you have thoughts on team making questions? What what's the best course of action here? This feels like something we should have discussed before we started the podcast. No, that wouldn't be on brand for us. <laughs> uh well, all I can complain about making my team and we'll go from there. How does that sound? Sure, why are you complaining? Because <laughs> I'm too poor. I can't afford anyone. I don't think anyone's going to get a clean sheet this week. I also feel that way. And the reason for that is because the good teams are playing on the road. Yeah, there's no there's no good things here. Clean sheets are always a good starting point. Why don't I point out who I think are your best clean sheet bets this week? Why don't I guess first? Okay, that sounds good. Well, I'll, t- I'll just tell you my thoughts. Okay. Well, right now I have the... I have a couple Revs people yeah. on my bench because that's the first game. And I was like, we'll see. And then after that, let's see. Oh, I have some Austin people. Yeah. I have some LAFC people. Yeah. I have a Minnesota person. Okay. I don't feel good about the Minnesota person. I think Minnesota's okay. I don't consider... I mean, Nashville's a good team, but they're not exactly like this attacking juggernaut. So Yeah, well he's on my bench and he's four point seven million dollars, so the the teams I'm looking at so I think your best bet for a clean sheet I you actually didn't mention the team I think is your best bet. Which maybe this is because it's not the best, but I think it's a pretty good one. I think Sporting Kansas City at home against Houston is a good matchup. I don't think Houston has done enough with their roster to suggest that they're gonna be noticeably better than last year. And I thought you said last week that they were going to be good. I said they were good for last week's matchup because RSL looked really bad. But I also don't mm. think they looked that good this week. We'll have to roll back the tape. I don't know. We could look at their roster right now and I can tell you if I think any of them are good. I mean, they basically didn't bring in anyone, right? Who did they bring in? They have Corey Baird now? Well, maybe you didn't say that. I don't think I did. All right. Um. Hmm. Oh, I think I did say if Darwin Quintero starts, you could have played him, which he did not. I think that was expected. Okay, anyways, rate my other other selections. So Revs, good, not great. They should be good in paper on paper, but the Revs just like really don't have a very good defense. Okay, but here's the thing. Their goalie's really cheap. What goalie do you have? Is he not going to play this week? Who? who? E. Edwards. Jr. Yeah, I don't think Earl Edwards will play again this week. So the reason Earl Edwards played last week is because Matt Turner, the starting goalkeeper, has a foot injury. And then Brad Knighton, the backup goalkeeper, had a concussion and was coming out of concussion protocol. We're not sure if Turner will be back. I'm expecting him not to be. I think especially just given that they have midweek action against Pumas in the CONCACAF Champions League. I think Turner will sit. Pumas? Yeah, like the, the cat. I don't think they can handle a fight with a big cat. I actually am quite worried. Pumas is a good team. Um, we'll have to see. It's exciting to have the Rose back in CONCACAF Champions League, I have to say. Have they ever been in CONCACAF? <laughs> they have. Many years ago. This is like when I first started watching the Revs. Um, no, it was... Shalry Joseph era? It was Shalry Joseph era. He uh, he was on that team. Nice. And they got... Uh, Taylor Twelman era? Yes. Nice. Steve Ralston era. <laughs> there I was. don't know. Now, I've, they, I've gone through the people I know. They got dumped 4-0 by Joe Public FC, a team from Trinidad and Tobago. 
and crashed out of the CONCACAF Champions League have not been back since. That sounds about right for them. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, hopes are high this year, but Pumas is a tough draw. But I think Turner might sit. But Knighton should be fine because he cleared concussion protocol. So if you have Earl Edwards, you need to find a way to switch up to Knighton because he's most likely to start this weekend. Rude. He's still pretty cheap. He's five mil, but he isn't as cheap as Earl Edwards. Did you know that our good friend Butt Sweat is now in Spring Kansas City? I did know that, yeah. I was wondering whether he was going to play, but he didn't. He did not play. I'm not sure if he's healthy yet, honestly. Also, I don't know if he would start on that team. I don't really see where he would be. Um, I don't know, that outside back role. But yeah, he, he didn't start. But I, I like, so I like the Rebs matchup against FC Dallas, but I'm not getting my hopes really high because they're just not that strong of a team defensively. So I would put them on your bench. I think you already mentioned you were doing that. Yeah. Just don't know that I have enough money for... Oh, if Brad Knight... Wait, so Matt Turner is definitely not going to play? Oh, we don't know. I think it's likely he doesn't. All right. I think I have enough space for Brad. And then you mentioned Austin. I like Austin a lot. Uh, That's a good matchup. Inter-Miami just still don't really look there to me. They had a lot of roster turnover, but I don't think the pieces have come together. Austin, yeah, we'll see. I mean, good, good week one, right? It's hard to, hard to say what's real and what's not yet. But there are a couple of awesome guys I'm looking at. Um, we should probably just talk about one of them now because there's something weird and anomalous going on. Have you looked at what awesome defenders do you have? I have N. Lima. I also have N. Lima. That's Nick Lima. We, we, call, we called it last week on the pod that he would, be, he would be good. He gets involved in the attack. He had an assist and a clean sheet, 12 yeah, points. I'm sure I said that. Yeah, that was, that was your insight. Ugh, can I have, like, just a minute to gripe about the fantasy platform? Yeah. Um, well, it's not great. I know. I just, like, so they have these projected scores now. Oh, I forgot about the projected scores. But you can't, like, sort by them. So it, like, you oh, have yeah. to just go and, like, if you wanted to compare players by, like, if you wanted to actually use that to pick people... You have to go and, like, manually compare them. But there's no way to compare two players at once, right? Because this is only a thing that you see when you click onto the player. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? Like, just, like, write these things down? Who do these people think I am? It's not clear to me. <laughs> it's, I really want to know what the algorithm is That's for the projected score. Yeah. So the, a player I wanted to talk about on Austin was Kip Keller. Their super draft pick, who... What is the super draft? You know what the super draft is. It's the college draft. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you did. They, <laughs> well, <laughs> that or you listened to me way less. Actually, I really should have seen that coming. Um, <laughs> anyways, he started this past week, I think, and did really well. He had three bonus points and a clean sheet, whatever, 10 points. <laughs> he dropped 500k, so he went from 4.5 to 4 despite scoring 10 points. So there's some glitch going on here. And normally I would expect, this is actually a nice tie-in, normally I would expect that to be fixed, but this is the MLS Fantasy app, and so there's a good chance it's not fixed. (laughs) In which case, you have to put him in your lineup, right? I think he's a good play anyways, because he's very cheap. Um, But I'd expect him to go up to 5 mil, as opposed to going down to 4 mil, so just keep an eye on that too. Damn, why do I have, like, so many Austin players that I'm trying to fit into my lineup? Because it's a good, it's a good, well, the re- there are two reasons you have so many Austin players. Because it's a good matchup against Miami, that's one thing. And I think the other thing is they all have really high averages right now because they all balled out against Cincinnati. Mm. 
So that would be that would be my guess. And I think you can basically play any Austin player you want this week. Great. Um, were there other clean sheet ones you said? I said LAFC. Yeah, sure. I mean, Portland is always a goal threat, but LAFC are good at home, so it's fine. I'm here for it. I don't know. Didn't you say their defense was good or something? Or, um, I said I expected it to take a step a, forward from last year. They have a goalie year. now that saves goals. Yeah, they have a goalie who saves goals is the big part. Um, they played Colorado, who is not a very good attacking team this past weekend, so I don't know that we learned that much. I kind of just trounced them. Um, but they could be good. It's impossible to know. I like picking good teams at home, even in even in kind of bad matchups. And frankly, I don't think Portland is the worst matchup in the world. Like, they are a goal threat, but not a dominant team. So, yeah, I those are my those are my shout-outs for clean sheets this week. I wouldn't be I'm trying to think if there's anybody I'm just taking a cursory glance here. There's nobody else I really think is a is a good shout for a clean sheet. Because a lot of the good teams are on the road. I mean Philly's on the road, Columbus on the road, Orlando on the road, Nashville on the road, Atlanta on the road, Seattle on the road, New York on the road. Yeah, it's just a lot of road games. And as I said last week, you should be picking mostly home players. It's just it's just the safest strategy in MLS. Isn't that book called On the Road? By Jack Kerouac? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Did you read that book? No. Oh, I read that book. I did like a whole project on the beatniks back in some grade, maybe like, I don't know freshman year or something like that Hmm. and uh, yeah it's not really for me but i think some people like it interesting kind of i kind of would peg you as someone who might be into that why no i don't know what do you like you like uh that guy kurt vonnegut yeah i do like kurt vonnegut but i'm kind of vonnegutted out i read a couple of vonnegut books and i was like yeah i just can't keep doing this over and over again was that you were like trying to be pretentious and then you're like never mind i don't think kurt vonnegut's pretentious i don't know I think people who like famous authors are... Are pretentious? Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's like saying if you like popular TV shows, you're pretentious. No, no, because, like, I don't know. I want, Is it because like, he's kind of avant-garde? I don't think that's really the yeah, right use like, of that Yeah, because it, it's not like a pot... Like, I feel like people who like... He's not like, John Grisham. Like, like whatever <laughs> Patterson, what's his name? James Patterson? Yeah, like, like I want to say I love say James Patterson, he's great. Like, that's not, like, pretentious, that's, like, popular, right? Like, Kurt Vonnegut's, like, oh, like, literature, you know? Yeah, but they're not, they're not pretentious books to, I mean, you've read Kurt Vonnegut. I know, it's just, like, I mean, they're weird. It's just, like, something about, like, like, that's just not, like. I mean, they're not beach reads. Yeah. Is that, is that no, what you're getting at? No, that's not. I don't only read beach reads, Ryan. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. It just, like, I don't know. I know Kurban gets popular. Or, like, is he popular or is it just, like, famous? Is it just, like, good literature? You know? It's both. I will say I was more into Vonnegut, like, ten years ago. So I would not really say, like, I'm really into yeah, Vonnegut like anymore. So, <laughs> Yeah. All right, so you're not pretentious. Very good. Uh, notoriously humble me. <laughs> yes. What What are we even talking about? Oh, you were talking about all the teams on the road. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Notorious Carvonica book on the road. Yeah. Could have been. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess. They're like, they, I think they were alive at the same time. I don't know. So, yeah. There's a kind of a... I think it's sort of a, a wonky week for defenses. I would be just... Target, targeting cheap people. Like, just don't waste your money. It's already hard enough to fit in players in your budget right now. Don't, don't, don't get Julian Gressel this week. 
He's not worth it. Uh, man. He's overpriced. Well, he is overpriced Inflation, because... Inflation, am I right? Uh, that's topical. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> wow, what don't we cover? It, it's... <laughs> He is overpriced because part of the premium you were paying for with him is that he's functionally an attacking player listed as a defender who is on all set pieces, but he wasn't taking all the Speaking set pieces of this set weekend. pieces, how about that crown heist? I literally knew <laughs> that was the word. You already made that joke to I me. I know, but nobody else heard it. It's not even a funny joke. <laughs> What but, crown heist? I asked you that before, and I don't even know what you're talking about. I told about. you, you just didn't listen. There was, I, I saw a headline. I didn't actually really read the article, but there was a heist on the set of the crown. Oh yeah, and they stole a bunch of the stuff or the set pieces. That's what they stole. Two hundred thousand dollars worth from the set. Yeah. I typed crown heist, and apparently there's a book called Crown Heist that came out, but but the article was did come up eventually. Damn. Don't you just, like, love a heist, though? That's so great. You know, I frankly don't. I, what? I'm, I don't really like heist movies. I know it's, like, a whole genre oh, that people um, really like. I wasn't like. really talking about a movie. You're Are, talking about a real-life heist? Like, yeah. I, I don't have any feelings about real... I mean, I don't think people should do it. I don't know. You know, I think it was... Or I feel like they're always stealing from stuff that they shouldn't be. If if they, like, if if a bunch of my stuff got stolen in a heist, I would be like, ooh, intrigue. If a bunch of my stuff got stolen in a robbery, I'd be like, man, that sucks. Yeah, but they don't... Yeah, I... I what's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. Is <laughs> like... Is it just, like, the, the music that plays in the background? Like, if it's, like, Mission Impossible <laughs> yeah, music, a it's a heist? I don't know. Honestly. And if there's no music, it's a robbery? Heist versus robbery. It sounds like a heist robbery. is, like, a large robbery that's, like, planned in secret, right? But I guess, like, a rob Like, if I don't know. If I broke into someone's house and stole their TV, that's not a heist, is it? Is that a heist? Oh, a heist seems to just be, like... Oh, oh a robbery is... This is what Quora says. Oh, Quora's a reliable source. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Oh, are you? No. no. <laughs> but go, go. I love Quora. Just go. Quora says a robbery is a theft by force. Oh. A heist is an act of theft. A burglary is breaking into something to commit a crime. Usually theft or arson. Really? Sounds like a heist and bur- like a like all heists are burglary, but not all burglaries are heists to me. The thing yeah, is, yeah, it's it honestly just sounds like a heist is like a robbery, but from like a like an institution. The thing like, I don't okay, like about for... heists is they're always stealing from shit. I don't want them to steal from. They're like stealing from art museums and from TV shows. Like, why isn't anybody heisting? Elon Musk's stuff or something like that. I don't know. I was on the subway this weekend and there was a, a guy who was just kind of loudly ranting um, as they do and he was like, I love Elon Musk. <laughs> and I was like, never heard of it. <laughs> Musk rats. Musk. Um, I don't, you know, the whole like art theft and then like selling 
forged art. So, like, if you can forge art that well, like, isn't it just as valuable as the original? I have a dumb question. Who do they sell it to? I don't know. Rich people? Like, like what? rich people rich? like to Why don't they art? just buy it? Oh, I guess because it was in a museum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess, like, rich people. That can't be worth it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Julian Russell's not on set pieces. He is on set pieces, but he's not, like, Brad Smith was taking some of them. Which is weird because Brad Smith never takes set pieces. So Julian Russell's ceiling is significantly lower if Brad Smith is going to continue siphoning away his set pieces. So it sounds like Brad Smith likes taking set pieces. It's sound. Oh my god. <laughs> should, we, should we put a tip in? Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean Brad Smith is a better play now. Wait, like, so. Like, I don't know why you would pay up 8.5 or whatever Gressel costs. He's nine now. Yeah, right, because he had a good week. Ridiculous. When you could get potentially the same thing from Brad Smith. For cheaper. We did say that, though, didn't we? Didn't we say that last week? I don't know. Maybe that was a conversation we just had. That like, Brad Smith was on my team, though. Brad Smith could be basically Julian Gressel, but cheaper. It seems to be true. Uh, okay, enough clean sheet talk. That seems fine. <laughs> uh... So, so yeah, Ryan, you built, built all the back and then what? Went so, the so here's the thing, you know, I put all these defenders, I have like 20 million defenders right now. Cause I'm just like, I bet I'm, you have five defenders. I have people, you know, people on the bench and blah, blah, whatever for switching. So I have like two goalies that could play and whatever. And then and I have then, Carlos Vela. Okay. Cause I have to. Yeah. You know? I think he's just. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't play him this yeah. week unless you literally can't afford him. Like, and I will make space to afford him. Are you captaining him? Of course I'm captaining him. Okay, I'm not. Well, nobody cares what you're doing, Ryan. Yeah, that's true. It bit you in the butt last time. This won't be a re- This won't be a re- Re- Repeat of yeah, like repeat, that's three the word. years ago where I would captain Vela a lot and then you wouldn't. And yeah. And you would always, like, pay for it. I just didn't think he could continually score hat tricks like every game. And he, in fact, could. Yeah. And he's still doing it. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I I can't afford anyone else. Yeah. So if you want to read, I will read to you who's on my team, and I only know, like, two of them. Okay. That sounds good. I have Ludd. Okay, Robin Ludd? Yeah. How much does he cost? $9 million. Why are you paying that much money for him? I don't know. I mean, he scored last week, so he probably has a high average. No, but he got a lot of bonus points. Yeah, I mean, he he is, like, involved, but, I mean, what is what does Fragapane cost for Minnesota? I don't know, but I don't think he had as many bonus points, Ryan. I'm sure he didn't, but he's a higher goal threat. But I'm all about the bonus points. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would, I mean, okay, so I'm looking at, I'm looking at midfielders for Minnesota right now. Right, right. he got one bonus point last week. Right now, so has three, Robin Lotus 12 points, Fragapane has six points last week. I, in order, well, considering the budget costs, I would probably want to play Fragapane, Reynoso, Ludd. Ryan, he only had one bonus point last week. Ludd had five bonus points. I mean, five bonus points is a ton. So, okay, that's fine. Yeah, sure. If you really like the bonus points, that's fine. I just, it's a lot of money. Anyways, moving on. That's a person I, I I will just, I will just state my claim and say I would rather play Fragapane for the upside and value this week over Ludd. Well, fine. I... It's also not really a great matchup against Nashville. Fine, fine, fine. You it's okay. hate Carry him. On. Carry you on. hate him. I'll delete him for. I like time. Robin Lud. Imminently, good. there. He's gone. I press the X. Okay. Now I'm screwed. Are I mean, okay. 
Anyways, I have O Fernandez. Oh yeah, Omar Fernandez from Who's this the Red Bulls. He's good. He's a a New York, New Jersey native. I don't know. Omar Fernandez or Omir Fernandez? We'll never know because they literally refuse to tell us if you look on. Like, I find the it website. funny that you can't that they don't tell you the. It's Omir Fernandez. He's from the Bronx. Uh, yeah, he's a young attacking midfielder for New York. He's he's good. It's a fine matchup. I don't love that it's a road game for New York, but Toronto's not like a particularly strong team. They're playing Toronto. Oh, yeah, they are. Toronto is probably in the lower half of teams, so I think that's fine. If he starts, it's worth it. How much does he cost? He's probably cheap, right? Six point five. Yeah. If he st- if he starts, it's worth it. He started last week. Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm endorsing it. Thumbs up. Okay, great. This person has a really long name. I don't even know where to start with this. I guess I'll start at the beginning. <laughs> what team does he play for? Miami. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. It's G. That's his first initial. Is it Gregore? I don't know. Does he have like five million less? Names? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He goes by Gregore. Okay, great. He's he's Brazilian. I'm not even gonna try with the last names. Um. It's a thumbs down from me <gasps> because he's a defensive midfielder. Fine. So, like, not really a goal threat. But he got three bonus points. Because he's a defensive midfielder. <laughs> but, like, that's his ceiling. Like, five points is just what you're going to get from him. But it's better than two. It is better than two, but barely. Fine. Fine. I'm deleting him from my team. Okay. Now we're going to have to refill in my team. I'm not really a big fan of this Miami. Honestly, like, there, there's just nobody on Miami I want. Like, you could probably get Gonzalo Higuain at some point, but... Just you got five attacking bonus points last week and a nil-nil draw. What the fuck was he doing? Iguain. Yeah. He was working. He was working. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know that I've I think he's like the last player I would expect to get five. He had seven key passes. Two big chances created. Holy shit, his team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember what big chances are by MLS standards, but I think they're typically like Chances created with an XG over some amount, like 0.7 or something like that. So he created two of those as teammates missed them. Who's expecting the goals, Ryan? Yeah. It's hard <laughs> to say. Expected by whom? Exactly. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Now we've eliminated multiple players from my team. All right. We're chopping them down. I have Jay Osorio on Toronto. Uh, sure. Fine. He's got, got four bonus points last week. Right? You really, really, really love defensive midfielders, I have to say. I mean, he's like kind of a, he's kind of like a box-to-box guy. He scored a goal. Like a defensive. Oh, did he? But he also got four bonus points. I'll give for Jonathan Osorio. Yeah, fine. <laughs> okay. Depends on where they're playing him. Let me look at what their lineup was, because I don't, I didn't watch that game, because uh, it looked terrible. <laughs> well, that's just rude. You didn't see the cube play? Wait, is he on that team? No, he's <laughs> not on that team. <laughs> I did watch the cube. Of course I watched the cube play. He looked good. Oh. He looked he looked he looked like a player we're going to so, like this year. So why do they call him the cube? Because he's you I I don't think the pictures did did him justice. He's stock he's not tall. He's like 5'5". Five, five. He's probably like 5'7". And he's like muscular and he's just like kind of Five seven is tall to you. Five seven is not tall to me. It's taller than me. It's very <laughs> different. Um 
Oh yeah, Osorio's so they're playing like a like a you know a four two three one type thing, and he's one of the two with Michael Bradley. But so like bad at numbers, it's four three two one, Ryan. What? Oh, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but like Michael Bradley's not going to be really like venturing into the attack, so Jonathan Osorio is probably going to be somewhat involved. You know where he's going to be venturing to an old folks home. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. Eventually true. <laughs> he's yeah, he's fucking ancient, bro. No, I think I looked it up. He's like thirty-eight. Wait, is he even that's that old? fucking no. old? No, I don't think he's that old. I think he's like thirty-two. No, he's not thirty-two. Maybe he's thirty-five. What? That is... sounds. That sounds right. He's thirty-four. Yeah, right. He's not that old. Yeah, he's really not that old. Uh, okay. Um, he's ancient. Yeah. So so wait so uh it's yeah. it's a it's a grumbling fine for me for Ryan. Uh, it's good. It's it's okay. It's not it's not the worst. Okay. <laughs> I just, it's interesting because you're saying you had no money, but these players are like, like you're like a nine and an eight male guy. Like these are kind of expensive players. Like when we get to my roster, I'll, I'll show you what budget guys look like. Well, I couldn't find any other budget guys. That's because I picked a bunch of players who didn't do well last week. Yeah, well, I can't do that. This is like an ongoing thing with MLS How fantasy. am I supposed to pick players who, like, I'm not just going to pick a random player from the... You listen to this podcast. I don't retain any information. <laughs> well, also, you were picking a team before this podcast existed. That's so. true. Exactly. How am I supposed to... This is sort of like an ongoing thing with MLS Fantasy that I'm never quite sure about. Because I know, like, at this point in the season, people really like to do the value game thing. And, like, there's a lot of incentive to pick players who did well last week just because they'll get more money for your team. But, like, I don't like that because I want to pick players who I think will do well this week. And that doesn't necessarily mean... Oftentimes, oh. I think players who did, did well last week are not going to do well this week. I mean, can I just tell you that that's not, like, something that's being taken into my... Yeah, no. Like, that's not what I'm doing. Oh, I know. I'm just saying that's... Yeah. I think that's how people find budget players oftentimes, mm. is they just look at the cheapest uh, guy who did well last week. I see, I see. And I'm not... I do that a little bit, but not really. All right. Here I have a stray... Herrera, he's missing from Orlando. He should be on that team, but he's on Austin. He's on my team. So you have Pereira from Austin. That really took me... I, I think that the joke there is that there are many Pereiras on Orlando, right? There are like 20. There are, there are two. There and then are there's four. their coaches... Oh, really? No. There are two. <laughs> no. There are, there are two, but their coach is Pereira. Well, Pereja. They all have the same name. Um, he should be on that team. So... Stop me if you've heard this before. Ryan, he got three bonus points. Well, he's a defensive midfielder. <laughs> I, I I will just offer, like, I would rather have Diego Fagundes or Cecilio Dominguez. They didn't get as many bonus points. That's true, <laughs> because they're wingers. If you really want bonus points, you're doing a great job. They're just not, they're just not... Like, on double game week, Sarah, oh my god, you're gonna be, you're gonna be a cloud fucking nine. <laughs> <laughs> with this new cumulative score thing that's that's exactly how you're gonna how you're gonna want to like this is a perfect double double game week roster you've constructed <laughs> here um and you're like you're on pace for like a clean 75 points i'll say Ryan. but you're not gonna you're not gonna get those big scores i can't take chances what do you want from me? you do though you want to take chances because at this early in the season you want to like overtake you know, you want to make up ground that you may have lost or whatever. I well, I don't know. That's why it made me sense. I'm better than you. Yeah, that's true, actually. That's why I'm taking chances. <laughs> okay. Anyways, 
Fine. We will talk about some other players, but I will continue through my forwards. And then, all right, all right, all and right. And then we'll fill in my roster. Cool. I'm not happy about it, but right now I have Kate Cowell on my team. Did he play last week? Yeah. Okay. And we were blacked out of that game, so I couldn't watch it. Um, sure. It's, again, it's not like, wait, we didn't talk about that matchup. Ooh. For some reason, I, I thought they played New York, and then I was thinking New York. But, right, he is on San Jose. They're playing Columbus. That's not a great matchup. I mean, he's probably cheap, right? Is he cheap? What does he cost? 6.8. Okay. You can't find a cheaper forward than that. I mean, I know you have a lot of Austin players, but, like, for an example, I'd probably rather play Maxi Aruti than... I played him last week, and he did not pan out for me. So he's banned for the week. Yeah, this is... See, this is... If you're listening, (laughs) this is not a good way to construct a roster. Is that mentality. (laughs) Sarah, you should use the obviously more logical mentality, which is he didn't do well last week, so he's going to try really hard <laughs> this week. Yeah, you're That right. is like a universal truth among sports that people... Well, it's not a truth. It's, it's a blatant lie. But I probably heard that line of reasoning in every sport in the world is like, this team lost last time, so they're going to try really hard this time. It's like, yeah, they're pro athletes. They try really hard every time. And it's like, that's, I'm not even like being glib. Like, it's just not a good way... To predict sports games, so or players or fantasy, um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm not really. I mean, at six point eight, like, let me take a looky poo at the at the around six point eight. Okay, players. wait, wait before mm-hmm. you do that. Okay, let me tell you my last forward. Oh right, yeah, there's another one. I have R Edwards on LA Galaxy. I actually I like that one. Yeah, Raheem Edwards. Hey, I yeah, did. Yeah, that's a good one. I did. Um, I don't know what, like, his involvement is. I mean, he played, you know, like, he was involved last week, got that assist, right, on the on the 90th minute game winner for Chicharito. They're playing Charlotte. Yeah, it's a good matchup. He's got a role in the team. Like, I really like Raheem Edwards, honestly, as, like, a budget play. So, that's that's a thumbs up. Yay. That's a big thumbs up for me. Yay. The only downside, it's a road game. But, like, at this point, that's kind of hard to... Well, we, he's on my bench. It's got... Oh, that's good. It's kind of hard to be picky and choosy at this point about that. I'm between him and another guy to be on my bench. And I might, I might actually go with him. But... All right. All right. All right. So, then... So, so now that you've stripped my team and there's nobody on it anymore and you called me dumb... Um, so who would you... <laughs> yeah, ever the listeners heard it. Okay. I think I think anyone listening back to this podcast would say that you have insulted me more times than I have insulted you. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Anyways, fine. Tell me who would be better then. Well, but I I just can't take a risk. So I mean, so who did I I I I mean I killed Lud, but I don't even. I don't even think, like, Lud was really a bad pick. He's just, like, kind of expensive. Like, if you want Minnesota coverage, it's just, you could go, like, if you want to free up some cash, you could go with Fragapane and just, like, have more money, and then you wouldn't have to feel so budget constrained. But Lud is fine. Like, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to say it's, like, a big issue, I guess. Mm, Well, you made it seem that way. I would not play Grigore, (laughs) that's for sure. All right, yeah, I took him off. Okay. Um, all right. So right now I need like four midfielders and I have like, and that's with two like of your fine choices and I have $30 million. So, oh no, I have, sorry, this is, I need three midfielders and a forward for $30 million. You have, you have 30 million and you have four players to fill out. So you can get like seven per ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So we can oh, work with that. Oh, wise one, tell me what you would do. It's not so easy, is it? Well, <laughs> why don't I tell you some of the players I'm looking at this week, all of whom fit roughly within that budget, and then you can decide if you like any of those. I don't want to just take your players. But I will offer up similar players, perhaps. Fine. Well, I'm not going to sit here and just like... Const- I, I don't like it would take me a long time to figure out who to pick out of to fill four player spots on your team um, okay fine go ahead so why don't we skip to the midfield well i'll just tell you on defense what i'm looking at right now is a uh keeperu with brad Knighton and tim melia for so the revs in the sporting kansas city uh does that even work i didn't look what time yeah. the game is it barely works um there's two hours between them. And then I've got Nick Lima and Kip Keller from Austin, just because they're cheap. Uh, Steve Birnbaum from DC United. I don't really expect DC to necessarily get a clean sheet, but I think it's possible. So it's fine. I'd rather have Brad Smith. I don't have the money right now. Um, and then I've got Ndenbe on my bench, who is a probably a rookie from Sporting Kansas City. I don't really know much about him, but he played last week. And then I've got Omar Gonzalez. That is me assuming that Casey Keller, uh, Casey Keller, Henry Kessler is still going to be injured. If Henry Kessler's back, Omar Gonzalez probably won't play. So just keep an eye on that. But he's the by far the cheapest of the rest defenders, um, which makes sense because he really isn't that good. Uh, okay, so midfielders, I have my captain, Carlos Heel. Um, I think it's a really good matchup at home against Dallas. I'm just going to roll with it. Uh, Diego Fagundes. I'm keeping him from last week mainly just because he's cheap and I like Austin coverage. You also seem to like Austin coverage. I have Victor Vasquez, which is honestly a similar pick to your Raheem Edwards pick. But Victor Vasquez is really cheap and went the full 90. So if he goes the full 90 again, if he starts again this week, good. Who is this person? Mid Attacking midfielder for the LA Galaxy. So he's on the road at Charlotte. Mm. So I don't expect DC United to necessarily get a clean sheet. But I do think they should be able to score against Cincinnati, or at least have a good chance of it. Um, Griffin Yao and Moses Nyman both started in midfield for DC United last week. They are like homegrown players, and they're each worth six mil. They didn't either of them really have particularly good games, but they could, right? There's, like it's possible. So I I have Griffin Yao in my lineup because I think he plays further forward than. Uh, Moses Nyman, but I'm actually going to check that real quick because I don't quite remember where Nyman lined it up. Or lined up. Mm, DC United. Ah, uh, crap. I just clicked highlights. I don't watch the highlights. I watched that game. I will say, yeah, he was like kind of playing center mid, so it's not really like... Uh, Nyman is not my favorite, but yeah, I was playing attacking mid. I will say he didn't do super well last week. He did not look super involved after singing his praises. But you could go Edison Flores, who was at 7.9. I can't. He let me down last week. Okay. I'm just saying you could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I have Johnny Russell, who is not going to fit your budget category, but I like him. Again, another player who did do well last week. Are you sensing a theme? I'm really looking for bounce back candidates. Budget be damned. Ugh, I just don't trust you at all. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> t- <laughs> That's fine. Um, the three forwards I'm looking at are Carlos Vela. Um, I have Alexander Pato. Right now for Orlando, again, road game, I don't love it, but I don't think Chicago's like that strong defensively. And then I have Luis Almaria for Minnesota, just because Minnesota looked good attackingly, and they've got a home game. One of the few good teams at home. You're talking way too fast. So, Almaria sitting at 7.1. 
Um, I will offer you, here's a midfield player who's in the seven range you can go for. Facundo, Facundo Torres for Orlando. He looked pretty good last week. He did not get in the scoreboard. So I think he probably had a price decrease, but he's sitting at like seven or 7.5 mil and he's very good. So mm-hmm. I think that is a, that's an option there. Um, so if we're, if we're tracking the players I'm officially recommending to you for your budget, I'm saying Fragapane. I'm saying Facundo Torres. Um, let's see. Let's take another look at this. Uh, we got like 8 million per, like seven something per. I think you go Cifuentes for LAFC, who had a good game last week. Oh, I have too many LAFC players. Yeah, that's I'm always trying, a tricky thing. I tried to put him on my team. You could go Derek Etienne Jr., who scored last week for mm-hmm. Columbus. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, I don't necessarily expect him to be scoring week in, week out, but it seems like he's going to be starting for them. He's only at six mil. He's like an attacking midfielder. He's like a winger. So that's another that's another one I, I'll, I'll tentatively put a stamp of approval on. Ryan, none of these players have as many bonus points as the people I pay. I mean, if you want the players who just get bonus points, you should just go with the team you have. I but think I would rather... I will not on this pod recommend that as a strategy. I would rather have someone get four points than someone have the potential to get eight points but get two points. No, that's stupid because if you if they get a two and an eight, then like it basically makes up for it, right? What? Like if you like if you have a player who gets a two one week and an eight the next week, that's better than a player who gets two fours. Yeah, but <laughs> if I have them in the week that they get two, when I could have had a player who gets four, that's worse. Yeah, but if you consistently pick the players who are going to get high points, I mean, we here's so here's my argument here. We have many years of stats. These defensive midfield players are literally never the higher scoring players in fantasy. I think, I think this is a good conversation to have, though, because I think people are probably wondering about this. I'm feeling very targeted right now. Well, you're the only other one on the pod. <laughs> Maybe we should bring in a guest and I'll just tear them to shreds. Ryan, you're reading This is probably me. the first time someone's ever been targeted on this pod. Definitely the first time this episode. <laughs> You're making me feel like I'm not good at fantasy, but in fact, I mean, in fact, you have a higher I'm score than me. Than so you. why so. why are you asking me questions? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna put Gregoria on my team like six times. <laughs> Shut up! I mean, it's not the worst. I I just I don't know. Ryan, what if he gets a lot of bonus points though? He he'll probably get at least three. <laughs> That's five points. Yeah, but like I can't turn down this. his ceiling is like six. <laughs> that sounds fine. Does it? Nick Lima got twelve points last week. That's double that. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's on my team. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um. All right. What about forwards? What about a cheap forward? Okay. Um. It's a road game, but if Miguel Barry starts again, I think you could play him. I'm not sure why he started over Jazzy Zardes this week. Maybe Zardes is hurt or something. I guess in the same game, it's not a good matchup, but you could probably give a Bovisia another go at it. I've already mentioned that I think Maxi Aruti for Austin. He's too expensive. No, he's so, what, he's 6.9. What are you talking about? Oh, is he? Yeah. What do you think he was? Who am I talking about? Driussi. Oh, maybe. Who's a midfielder? Wait, no. Then I don't know. Aruti's definitely the most expensive forward on. He was on my team last week. Yeah, well, that yeah, you said you banished him, <laughs> and I told you not to do that. <laughs> Uh, fine. Uh, Kyrie Shelton 
for Sporting Kansas City. Wait, but they beat up on whoever they played last week, and he only got three points? He's a forward. Sometimes forwards just don't score, and then sometimes they do. They scored five goals, and he couldn't score one of them? Well, he just didn't. It's not that he couldn't. He didn't. Get him off my team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I, I think Kyrie Shelton from Sporting Kansas City is a guy you could play. Honestly, a guy I might put on... Uh, no, I can't put him on my team. I don't have enough spots. Um, he's pretty cheap. Now I feel like I should put Carlos I wouldn't. Heel I wouldn't be playing team. Dom Dwyer. I think some people... I mean, Carlos Heel is a, good, a really good player. So he's just expensive. really... I mean, he's the most expensive player in the game. All right, I got to cut $3 million that's why I have, my players. I mean, that's why I have so many cheap guys, right? Because I ponied up all my money into Carlos Heel, Carlos Vela, and Johnny Russell. And everybody else on my team is worth like less than seven, basically. Here's a sneaky one. If he's it's if Bruce Arena rotates this weekend because of the Champions League game on Tuesday, which I don't know it's super likely, but I'm not gonna say it's impossible, and he gets a start, I think Josie Altador is a great bench play. Mm. But I'm not saying that's likely. Like I would put that at like a twenty percent chance that that's gonna happen. I see. So yeah. I mean, should I keep are there more? guys you're looking for here i mean colorado's playing at home they're not really good defensively but you could play either diego rubio or michelle barrios and one of them might score they'll start well you know they might not start though because they have champions league wait no they don't because they got knocked out of the champions league never mind yeah no i one of them should start so that's like a thing i guess oh no that seems like ample forwards to, to go through. This is a disaster. All right. We're, we're, in the, we're in sort of the closing stages here. Are there any like last thoughts we should think about? I'm going to quickly, what I'm going to do quickly is pull up the points last week for all players. And because I'm sure many people will be looking at that and just see I who off the bat people should not pick. You should look at points per... One million. That's what I was looking at. Um, but maybe people will look at points. I think people will just look at points. Because right. they'll look at average is what it is. And then their average will just be what their points were last week. Um, not in on Corey Burke. Would not play him. Oh, Daniel Shallowy's expensive. You could play Daniel Shallowy. He's pricey. I would not play Dom Dwyer. Even if he starts. He came in early in the Atlanta game because of an injury to Arujo, um And scored a goal. Good for him. Except fuck Dom Dwyer. What are you looking at? I'm looking at points last week. But I'm looking at points last week minus the players that I already have in my roster. So I'm not like going... It's not exactly in order. Are you looking at all the positions? No, I'm looking at forwards. Whoops. Okay. Whoops. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not really a big fan of Jimmy Chara this week. I mean, it'd be fine. I don't. I wouldn't pay 9.5 for him on the road at LAFC. I'd play Zellerayon or Dominguez. I'd play Drew Usi. Drew Usi's a great pick this week. Lud is fine. Fernandez is fine. Kolmanich is fine. I would not play Tim Parker. I wouldn't play any Houston defenders. I probably wouldn't play any Houston players at all. I'm not saying Sporting Kansas City is like an amazing team. It's just like not a good matchup. Estrada's good. Osorio's fine. Cifuentes is fine. Martinez. I'd probably avoid Joseph Martinez. I don't... I On the road at Colorado, that's not really a matchup. I like it all. I'd be... I'm out on basically all Atlanta players this week. Mm. It's just not... A, it's just not good. They looked good. I think I... Hoping they'll be good because it's fun when they're good. But um, yeah, we're now down into the. I mean, like Brandon Bay. Yeah, you can play him. Tony Carlos. I don't really know what to expect with Orlando on the road. I'm avoiding their defenders just because I think Chicago could score. Yeah, 
Uh, now we're starting to get into the, like, lots of players got a clean sheet, and so they're on this list. But, like, the of the double-digit guys, those are, those are the ones that I would stick with and the ones I would avoid. Any outstanding questions? I think it's probably time to wrap it up. No. Um, but on the record, when I do poorly this week, because none of my players get bonus points, it's your fault. I mean, listen, if you want to put Robin Lud in, be my guest. But I, I just, Pereira and Grigore don't do it for me. You can do better. Believe in yourself, Sarah. I can't do better. You can do better. And you will. I believe in you. This is the year. This is the year we make fantasy greatness happen. Oh, this is unrelated, but do you think we should have a prize for the winner of our league? Oh, that would be fun. The thing is, I don't. It would only have like it, like there. I don't know who anybody in our league is, so like. Yeah, uh, I say yes, but if <laughs> that is contingent on them listening, because I'm yeah. pretty sure most of the players in our league are not listening and just joined our league randomly. But if you are listening, then we'll maybe have a prize. Yeah, we'll have a prize. We'll give a prize. I don't know what kind of prize. What kind of prize are you thinking? I don't know. We have to brainstorm it. Something fun, right? Not yeah. something like, not like cash. No. Nobody needs cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, I, now granted, we have we have cash and cash to spare from our podcasting <laughs> jobs, but yeah. the people want something better. Um, how about we'll give a prize to the highest scoring listener, who's obviously not one of us. Okay. So we'll basically at the end of the year, if you remember and you're still listening... Reach out to us, and if you're the highest scoring person to reach out to us, we'll give you a prize. Well, maybe we'll we'll bring it back up at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, we won't. Well, it would be kind of funny if we just dropped <laughs> we just it and then forgot. just didn't bring it up again. Uh, I meant I meant if we did it on purpose, but yeah, it would be funny if we. Oh. As well. <laughs> no, we'll come. We'll 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 do a prize. Yeah, something fun. Yeah. We should get merch. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. You know. I guess. Maybe. Maybe someday, Ryan. I like our logo, but I feel like... I don't know if it's merch logo. Maybe it is. Yeah. It looks good, so... I don't think it's merch logo. All right. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, we all have things to do. Yeah, I gotta rework my team. <laughs> I know. I actually... I, I <laughs> Actually, I'm feeling fine about it. It's okay. I, um... I accidentally navigated away from the page, and it asked me if I wanted to save my changes, and I... <laughs> didn't and now i forget who you said so anyway that's fine well i can tell you after this because we live together yeah a fitting end to another <laughs> enthralling episode of undesignated players we did it subscribe to us on whatever wherever podcasts are sold rate and review us hit me up on twitter i've been trying to shit post more that's at undesignated mls i've had some some great the washington post reporter charles bone <laughs> called me a crack this weekend oh, what does that mean I don't know if I pronounced his name right. I don't know. I just told him that was, I told him that I was in lieu of watching any of the good European games elected to watch Orlando Montreal as a neutral. And his exact words were, I tip my cap to you, crack. So that is, that's the kind of content you guys are missing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, good shit. At undesignated MLS on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, but I, we don't really do anything. So no. yeah, you can find us if you want, but really, really hit us up on Twitter. Really trying to get beyond, really trying to get beyond the double digit followers. I'd like to be in triple digits, maybe even You're not, quadruple digits. We're not close at all, though. Well, we're halfway there. We're halfway what? to halfway there. Yeah. We're almost halfway to halfway there. Yeah. Alrighty. Is that it? That's it. Cool. That's well, all she wrote. Good luck. If you need any help, you know where to find us. Otherwise, enjoy this week's slate of games. 
May all of your players get tons of bonus points. Yeah. And yeah. score no goals. That's the dream. Defensive midfielders. All right. From Central Jersey, we're on designated players. Bye. See ya.